It is time to have access to uncommon realms of glory and success. Yet, this can only be achieved on the platform of the mystery of wisdom. Get said, Prophet Prince Ohini Bequin is teaching mysteries for your mastery. Focus, listen now. Can to clear my now prosperity that means prosperity is a prayer topic you remember how jesus said in matthew 17 21 that how be it such kind goeth out not except by prayer and fasting that means there are certain kind of situations that would only turn around if you decide to pray and if you decide to fast and as a businessman a businesswoman you must be sensitive enough to know when to pray, when to fast, and when to give attention to prayer and fasting. Amen. And we also looked at the driver for riches. And we realized in the word of God that the driver for riches is hard work. There is no future in medicine. There is no future in politics. There is no future in engineering. The future is in hard work. The future is in hard work. So if you are an engineer and you are lazy and somebody is a, a seller of tomatoes and she's hardworking, she will prosper than you. Why? Because seest thou a man who is diligent in his business, he shall stand before great kings and shall not stand before mere men. So there is no future in any career. The future is in your hard work. The future is in your hard work. So many people think that as a man of God, I may not deserve the blessings, material blessings that God has given me. But secular people will attest to the fact that they don't even have the hard work engine that I have. I work hard in my area. I work hard. I have produced enough results by my hard work. I work hard. I work hard. If I'm relaxing, maybe I'm about to work harder. You know, but nobody has gotten close to me that the person has said, I have a normal schedule or I do not have a lot of ethics for work. Everything that is happening in this ministry, I am running it. I am making it. I am building the structures. It shows you the kind of mind I have. And the hard work that is attached to the work of ministry. So in every field, you are going to find people who are working hard. And you are going to find others who are so relaxed. And you realize that on Wednesday, I said something very important. That entrepreneurs usually have the, the, the back, the back of laziness. Most entrepreneurs do not work hard. The reason is simple because most entrepreneurs do not have the supervision, the external authority, the discipline to live under principles and structures. So because they are generally on their own, they do not work as hard as they have to work. But it will take more hard work as an entrepreneur to break through.
than as a government institution because you are building your own connections you are building your own platforms you are building your own income you are building your own networking you are building your own clientele and if you are not a hard worker you will be frustrated no wonder in the very first five years of starting up businesses 90 percent of those businesses collapse and the 10% that remains, 90% of that 10% will also collapse within the next five years. That means if you take a decade, you are going to have zero, just 0 0.01, 0 0.01 to 0 0.02 thriving after 10 years. Because the capacity to work hard is usually not with people who cannot live on their own make plans on their own, discipline themselves to work hard. That's it. That's why entrepreneurship is not for everybody. It's not for everybody because it takes more to build something on your own by the grace of God than to just connect with somebody and get some things done. Uh, but a boy who saves money to buy his own bicycle is ahead of a man who inherits a car from the grandfather. Because the one who buys his own bicycle knows how to save, knows how to invest, knows how to meet a target, and knows how to manage it. But somebody who inherits just has nothing to do except to just receive it. So even in the area of entrepreneurship, there is an advantage that entrepreneurs have, especially if you are serious and you put your structures and your systems in place. That's where we ended on Wednesday. Today we are continuing and I'm teaching on the prophetic businessman and businesswoman. Now, as a child of God, you must be prophetic in your business. You must be prophetic in your business. I want us to pray a prayer before I start preaching today. I want you to pray that, Lord, open my eyes, open my ears, open my heart, that I may hear your voice when you speak to me. May it be easy for me to relate with your voice when you speak to me. Grant me the prophetic eyes to see into the future. Grant me the prophetic spirit to be able to relate with your voice as it has to do with the future. May I make the decisions of my business based on what you show me, based on what you speak to me, based on what you guide me. Lift up your voice, let's pray. Father, concerning my business, may I, my eyes open into the revelations that are ahead of me. Open my eyes, grant me insight, grant me insight, grant me insight, grant me insight, grant me insight. Concerning my partnerships, concerning my investment, concerning my savings, concerning my services, oh God, grant me understanding. Oh Open my ears, open my eyes. Let my spirit be able to relate with your spirit. Let my spirit be able to relate with your spirit. When you speak, may I be able to hear. As a businessman, may I make the best of decisions. 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 Lift up your voice and pray. Father, as I pray, I ask for the release of grace. 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 Open my eyes, open my ears, open my heart. Makatala da basakata, elatakata vada bahasaka, ekapara takatala da basa. Don't forget, this is a prayer service. 
Our Friday evening service is a prayer service. Lift up your voice and pray. Ikolozovo sipatahata shekata brata kavala dabahata e labanta shaka prakata ladabahasa faloloho shekata lebrada hetes shike palana miata ikolana masafandala dabayata ratakata prata kapala dabasa elada brakapala dabasa kate fahalosa rapatalo sepreti kevalono Shakapatala da bada bada hata ila safatanda la da bakosa parozopole bakoseke zegedegedele devedevedevesha ila patalo shaprata kapa mahatala da bashaka frata hase ele devo shaprata kevele nemesha shikala zafalontala rapata prata kapala da balada. Shaka prata kapala da balada bada ratatala da balada basha apasi falada kapa e parata kapala nama shaka e falolo lo prahose e koprata katala nama sha matala la la vadala da basha e sakatala da balada prata kavala nama sha rapandala da basha felolo lo hose reteketele de besha fele de breke fele nemeso e kola talolo lo lo dosha. Kapala da bahasa, rapata pala da basha, mata prata kapala da basha, prata kapala da basha, fala da brantela da vosha, regadala da vesha katebre da hosha, ilodo boshe kapala da basha, ikatala da basha. In Jesus' name, Amen. The prophetic businessman and business woman turn to your neighbor tell the person be prophetic in your decisions tell another person be prophetic in your decisions wow now when you are born again you are born as a child of god we have already established that john chapter 3 verse 3 verse 6 and verse 16 every child of god has the privilege of hearing the voice of god Every child of God has the privilege of hearing the voice of God. As a child of God, you have the privilege to hear the voice of God. What it means is that when you are born again, expect to hear the voice of God. Expect to hear the voice of God. When you are born again, you must expect to hear the voice of God. Expect to walk in a realm of visions. Expect to walk in a realm of dreams. Expect to walk in a realm of the prophetic. Expect to receive signs from the Lord. Expect to receive cautions from the Lord. Expect to receive signals from the Lord. You must expect it because Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 27 that my sheep heareth my voice every child of god must expect to hear the voice of god now this is very important because being a child of god is bigger and more important than being a businessman what you are in the sight of god is that you are his child uh, being a businessman is something you do but being a child of God is who you are and 
who you are is more important than what you do. That is why if you are a child of God, you must expect to hear the voice of God in every area of your life. Because in every area of your life, you are a child of God. In every area of your life, you are still a child of God. So when it comes to business, you are still a child of God. When it comes to your career, you are still a child of God. When it comes to your marriage, you are still a child of God. When it comes to your academics, you are still a child of God. You are not a child of God when you come to church. You are a child of God when you are born again. So everywhere you are, when you are born again, you are a child of God. And Jesus said, my sheep heareth my voice. So as a child of God, in every country you find yourself in, you must be able to hear his voice. In every kind of work that you do, you must be able to hear his voice. Now imagine somebody like Joshua. Joshua was a military man and yet he heard the voice of God. In fact, it is so spectacular how in the absence of Moses, somebody as a, an apostolic uh, a generational leader with a prophetic mandate to deliver Israel after such a huge political personality was left out from the scene it was a military man who came to replace him it was a military man Moses was a prophet and Moses walked in certain dynamics of the prophetic that in the Bible there is nobody that compares to him in the Old Testament when it comes to the prophetic the person Moses handed over Israelites to was a soldier. And this soldier could also hear God. That's why God could tell him that go around the walls of Jericho and go around it this number of times. And the last day, go around it this number of times and it shall become a, a historic day for you. You shall have the victory. You can't say you are a Christian because you are a soldier, you are stupid. You are born again. You are a child of God. You must hear God in everywhere you find yourself. Whether you are a farmer or a businessman, you are a child of God. And being a child of God is more important than whatever you do. That's why you can expect to hear the voice of God. Even if you are a, a, a fashion designer, you can expect to hear the voice of God. Even if you are a bus driver, you can expect to hear the voice of God. Even if you are a caterer, everywhere you find yourself, you are still the child of God. So when it comes to your business, it is a child of God in business. What do you expect? Look in the Bible, there is another man called Matthew. Bible said he was a tax collector. In fact, in, in, in our contemporary society, we may have said he's a tax expert or an accountant or somebody working with the IRS. And this guy could hear the voice of God. In fact, it's a tax collector who wrote the book of Matthew. He was not a pastor. He was not a prophet. He was not a teacher of the word. He was not a priest. He was a tax collector who could hear and relate to the voice of God. Now, if, if you are a child of God, the voice of God is not something strange to you. Because Jesus said, my sheep heareth my voice. My sheep heareth my voice. The day I got born again, I was just moved into the realm of visions. The very day I got born again. The very day I got born again, we had an impartation service and everybody who held me fell down. 
That was how I was introduced to the kingdom. You as a child of God, you see, that's why I ask myself that if I'm a child of God and I hear the voice of God, why will I not be able to know what is ahead of me? I should be able to know. Because Jesus said, my sheep, he didn't say my sheep in church. He didn't say my sheep who are pastors. He said, every sheep of mine, Psalm 23 verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall know what. Everybody who is a believer is a sheep of God because Jesus is our shepherd. And you should expect to hear his voice irrespective of your profession, your career, your background, your academics, your gender irrespective of your vision and your dream you must expect to hear his voice consider abraham himself abraham was a business mogul abraham was not a prophet abraham was not a pastor abraham was not a priest he was a businessman who could hear god you see from genesis 12 now the lord has said to abraham genesis 12 verse 1 god was speaking to the businessman God was speaking to the businessman. Your, your career is not a reason why you cannot hear God. In fact, I should rather say that if God has actually designed you for business, then you need to hear him the more. Because you have been placed in a strategic position where you can influence so many people by your decisions. And that is actually why you should pursue his voice is somebody here hey God chapter 2 verse 8 the Lord, the, the Lord said the silver is mine and the gold is mine say the Lord of hosts uh, and business is about silver and gold and the silver and gold belongs to God the silver and gold belongs to God the only thing that the world can offer is the counterfeit of the kingdom the world cannot give an original the world can only give a counterfeit. It is God who is the owner. He is the owner of every silver and every gold. And as a businessman, you know that genuinely, that is what you are looking for. And that is in the hands of God. So you have to understand that as a businessman, as a believer, irrespective of your profession, you must be able to relate with the voice of God. You must be able to relate to the voice of God. I remember one lecture of mine who was telling me about a vision he had. He said, he was not a pastor then. He was telling me why he became a pastor. And uh, he said, one day after fasting and praying, I was asleep. And somebody came to knock the door in the vision. In the vision, I was sleeping. Somebody came to knock the door. And when I woke up, the person said, a white man is looking for you. And he's going to help you travel out of the country. He said, the moment he woke up, somebody knocked the door. And the person who knocked the door, when he opened to him, said, a white man is looking for you. He's going to help you travel. That was it. That was it. He's now the, the, what do we call it? The bishop of Europe, of one of the biggest denominations in the world. When he saw in the vision and he woke up, it just happened. That was it. His father is not a prophet. 
His mother is not a priestess. He was somebody in that. You must be able to relate with the voice of God. You must be able to relate with the voice of God. Is somebody here? Now, also understand that if God sends you out on a mission, you will not lack. That's why it's important to hear his voice. If he sends you out on a business mission, you will not lack. And expect God to be leading you in your business. Somebody say amen. I said expect God to be leading you in your business. Somebody say amen. Yeah. Yeah. And beloved, don't be looking at the world and the systems of the world for ideas. All wisdom is in God. All knowledge is in God. Jesus actually said, as long as I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. The world must copy from the church. And in fact, let me tell you that the world copies from the church every time. But somehow, when it comes to business, you see how kingdom-minded business people try to copy from the world. As if the world is the originator of business and of money. But all silver belongs to God. In fact, in the Garden of Eden, when you read about the four rivers that were in the Garden of Eden, you see that all of them were connected to money. All of them. All of them. It started from the Garden of Eden, the place that God made for man. God made for man. So, it is not just a worldly struggle but a discovery of kingdom principles that will make your business prosper. It is not a struggle for worldly ideas, but an understanding of the principles of the kingdom that will open you up for greatness. And there is somebody right here in Africa showing to the whole Africans, showing to the whole of believers that it is possible to serve God, to hear him, and to do well in business. When you watch the interviews of Strive Masiwa, you will be surprised how easily he talks about the Holy Spirit said to me, invest here. The Holy Spirit said to me, partner with this. God told me not to do this. Business. Easily. Easily. And he's top, he's part of the top three richest people on this continent. Part of the top 30 richest people on this continent. I mean, his country is already taking over. Part of the 150 richest people, black people in the world. God told me, God said to me, God taught me. One day he said, God told me that all my staff should go on a three days fasting with me. Businessman. Businessman. And in the real world, I'm not the candles and homo in the church. In the real world, he has produced the results by hearing the voice of God. Somebody's walking in that realm in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And also understand that God wants you to prosper. God wants you to prosper. Third John verse 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health even as thy soul prosper. God wants you to prosper. 
Say it after me. Say, God wants me to prosper. Say it in confidence. Say, God wants me to prosper. Say it boldly. Say, God wants me to prosper. Now, every person who does not want you to prosper is not from God. Simple. Because God's primarily idea about you is that you prosper. And you know that one of the greatest ways to prosper is through business. That must let you know that God wants your business to prosper. God wants your business to prosper. God wants your business to prosper. God wants to see your business prospering. God wants to see your business breaking out on every side. God wants to see your business coming up and out from the realms of mediocrity. God wants you to prosper. God wants to see your business prospering. Look at 2 Chronicles chapter 26 verse 5. 2 Chronicles chapter 26 verse 5. 2 Chronicles chapter 26 verse 5. Oh my God. And he sought God in the days of Zechariah who had understanding in the visions of God. Have you seen that? He had understanding in the visions of God. That is hearing the voice of God. He could hear, he could see. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. As long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. And how was he seeking the Lord? In the understanding of visions. As long as he sought the visions from God, God made him prosper. As long as he sought the voice of God, God made him prosper. I told myself in school that I will never be second. It's impossible. The reason is simple. Beyond the notes, I hear the voice of God. I know where the, the questions will come from. Some one of my daughters sent me an uh, exam. Uh, Areas, plenty areas that she's going to learn all of. I said, relax. I will show you where the questions will come from. And if you even have faith, I can show you the answer booklet. Yes. Real, real. I told her. And she said to me, and I'll, I'll just spend two minutes, close my eyes, and I'll open it once again. I said, learn here, learn here, don't learn the rest. Papa, are you sure? I said, do it, let's see. It happens, sir. For my own self in school. I mean, listen, there were so much notes to learn that learning all of them would turn me to a lecturer in one semester. I didn't have that time. You go to the reference material alone, many books and notes and everything. So confusing. I will gather my books, put it on my desk. I say, Spirit of God, show me where the questions are coming from. Listen, it's simple. Give me John chapter 16, verse 30. Spirit of God, show me where the questions are coming from. Ah, the questions are coming from somewhere now. John chapter 16, verse 13. This is that my favorite verse in the whole Bible. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come, including exam questions. Including exam questions. I said, Spirit of God, show me where the exams will come from. I was never second. This is my classmate in school. This is my head of department. This is my president, Mr. Foster. I was never second. 
from first year to final year to masters throughout. Is it possible? Show me things to come, including exam questions now. I eat the word of God raw. I eat it raw. I believe it raw. Show me things to come. Things to come. And as a businessman, you can pray to God, show me in the next 10 years where money will come from. Now, last year, I wrote a prophetic word on Facebook and I said, the Lord said, there are three nations that are going to take over the world. China, Nigeria, and China, Nigeria, and India. And I said, learn how to connect to these markets. And if you do not have any business operation there, try and establish one. India is the producer of the AstraZeneca. By the time COVID is done, India will turn into a first world country. And not just first world, but be part of the top nine. And Nigeria, after this current president, you will see how a lot of things will shift. And China, where Wuhan was and where the disease came from, is now controlling the world. Last year, everybody was looking. Well, others were investing in Kintan, but where others were already established connections in India. He will show me things to come. Things to come. I, the Lord has placed a restriction on me. He said, just give 20% of yourself to business. That's why. Kabai now. Just 20%. Kabai now. Hmm. And you see the truth of the word of God. As he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding the visions of God, as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Second Chronicles 26 verse 5. God made him to prosper. My goodness. Expect God to make you prosper by the power, the dynamics, and the depth of the visions he shows you. That's how Josephine entered into his realm of glory. That's how he entered into it. He said after three days fasting and prayer, he asked the Lord that, where is my money going to come from? The Lord took him to a refuge down. And the Lord said, this is your money. Let's zoom lion for you now. That's why he's prospered. That's why he's prospered. Listen. It, it, it's the walk with God that will lead you into where he, you are looking. God is the manufacturer of the vision. He's the one who creates the resources. He's the one who makes everything possible. And he's the one who's going to take you there. God has decided that we will not prosper without him. John chapter 15 verse 5b. Jesus said, for without me, for without me you can do nothing. In fact, the Greek rendition is so powerful. The Greek rendition says, for without me, everything you do is nothing. For without me, everything you do is nothing. That means that you are going to find yourself do a lot of things as a businessman. But because you do it without the ideas of God, because you do it without the directives of God, because you do it without the, 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 the instruction and the principles of God, it's not going to amount to anything. David had the same revelation in Psalm 127. Unless the Lord builds the house, it is in vain. So you have to come to the realm where you have total dependency on God for your business. You come to a realm where you have total dependency on God 
for your business. Listen, it is God who wants to prosper us. It is God who wants to break us through on every side. And when you come to church week after week, you hear the testimonies that come in church. Week after week, how God is turning the lives of people around. Financial miracles, multiple breakthroughs, business exploits all over. It is God. So beyond your analysis and beyond your financial expertise and beyond your entrepreneurial zeal is the person of God directing every step, directing every move, directing every decision. God made Job rich. God made Abraham rich. God can certainly turn your business around. And God can certainly bring you to a realm where you experience global recognition and success. And that is where God is taking somebody in the name of Jesus. I see myself sitting down 30 years from now and I hear news on the, on the radio and I hear names of people. And I said, that one is my son. That one is my daughter. This one came from here. This one came from there. I'm just seated and I'm listening and I'm enjoying my goodness, it will happen. Hallelujah. Five things every businessman, every prophetic businessman or businesswoman must expect. Five leadings, five leadings that every prophetic businessman and every prophetic businesswoman must expect. We have established the basis that it is going to take God to prosper us. And that is in the word of God. God's desire is for us to prosper. God's desire is for us to break through. And it is God's leading that will make us prosper. Look at Luke chapter 22 verse 35. Jesus asked the disciples, he said, When I sent you, Luke chapter 22 verse 35. Luke chapter 22 verse 35. And he said unto them, When I sent you without purse, that is savings account, Without strip, that is investment. And without shoes, that is insurance. When I sent you without savings and investments and ins insurance, <laughs> did you lack anything? Did you experience lack? They said nothing. They said nothing. Listen, until you believe the word of God the way it is, you will not see it manifest in your life. You have to believe the word of God in its raw form. Raw faith is raw from the word of God. This is what God says. I believe it. I trust it. I move with it. Bishop Oedipo said, when the Lord spoke to him about this scripture, the Holy Spirit said, don't lobby around any man's resources. Don't lobby around any man's resources. <laughs> you see people greeting five times, greeting the same person five times. Let's get some. When God sends people, He makes them prosper. Don't lobby around any man's resources. Don't lobby around any man's resources. Remember what we keep saying here that God is the source. Every other man is a resource. Nobody can fully be able to pay all your bills and take care of all your issues. Holy God. Holy God. Don't lobby around any man's resources. Curse is the man whose trust is in another man. God will certainly bring people your way to bless you. But those people are vehicles he used to bless you. Those people are vessels he used. 
to bless you. That's why your biggest thank you must go to God instead of men. Your biggest thank you must go to God instead of men. Your biggest appreciation must go to God instead of men. You see, you see human beings who write things on Facebook, sometimes we are even afraid. I am eternally grateful to a human being and you are never even grateful to God. Your biggest thank you must go to God. Why? He's the source. He's the source. For it is in him we live, we move, and we have our being. So as a businessman, as a businesswoman, expect the leadings of God in these areas. Number one, expect right planning. As a businessman, expect God to give you the wisdom. Expect God to give you the ideas to plan rightly. To plan in the right way. Right planning. Everybody, you know, activates the power of planning in one way or the other. But there is a difference between planning and right planning. Just as there is a difference between food and the right food. Just as there is a difference between shoe and the right shoe. When we were in primary school, there were kids who were wearing shoes that you knew this shoe came from 100 years ago. Because you see that it's an old shoe and it's also big. And their parents said they will grow into it. You see, it's a wrong shoe for a small boy. You see school uniform of people as if they're about to dance ballet dancing in classroom. The, the dress is huge. Aaron's pre, high priest dress. Wrong. So there is a difference between the right things and the normal things. The right things are the appropriate things. You can be planning, but you can also be planning wrongly. Now, have you not seen people put up structures that when they were done, they had legal issues over those structures? Were they not building? Was it the right building? Was it at the right place? You, 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 can, you can do the right thing in the wrong way. Think of it. Think of it. This morning, I was thinking about something. When you are in a classroom and you speak to your friend and you instruct your friend about anything you are doing in class, the teacher is writing on the board, it is not wrong. Right. But when you do the same thing in exam hall, you, you, you can be fired. What changes it? The time and the place. The appropriateness, the same thing. Now, you can be doing something that you think as a businessman is the right thing to do. And you think you are planning when you actually are not doing the right planning. And it is God who will give you the wisdom to plan rightly. Now, let me ask you something. Right now, if you receive 10,000 US dollars for your business, what will you use it for? Will you use it for your packaging or your delivery? Will you use it for your, your physical office space or for investment? Will you use it for some assets or you actually turn, uh, you will motivate your workers by increasing their assets? What will you use it for? You see a lot of options come through. It, it is not just the money that has come, but the appropriateness of what to use the money for. And the plan, the systems of what to do 
with the money. So you, we have a lot of opportunities, but without right planning, they are wasted. And you have to believe God for the grace to guide you to plan rightly. Listen, even in farming, there are systems of planning. There are some crops that when you cultivate them on a piece of land, because they tend to absorb a lot of nutrients from the soil, you are going to find out that after their planting season, the arable land is wasted. Are, 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 are you with me? Yeah. You see, palm, palm trees like that. Share butter. You see, stuff like that. When you plant them at the place, by the time they are done, the place is them. So if you have, let's say, granite, you have, let's say, rice, you have oil, which one will you plant first and why? All these things comes with systems of understanding. Because you can be doing the thing, but you are doing it wrongly. The cat before the horse or the horse before the cat. You have to be able to know what to do. Without knowing what to do, you can have the opportunity and you can waste it. What do you do with the resources that God has given you? What do you do with the connections that God has given you? What do you do with the ideas that God has given you? What do you do with the money that God has given you? You come to the realm where you appreciate that he's able to give you the ability to plan wisely. Listen, it would take a lot of planning to build what you want to see. Yes, a lot of planning. A lot of planning. A lot of planning. Look at Genesis chapter 6, verse 13. You will see how God instructed a man called Noah. Genesis chapter 6, verse 13. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Somebody is receiving grace to plan rightly in the name of Jesus. Oh, your amen is not good today. I said you are receiving grace to plan rightly in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Genesis 6, 13. And God said to Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me for the earth is filled with violence through them and behold I will destroy them with the earth 14 make thee an ark now whose idea was the ark is it God or Noah's God that is why I said the fundamental requirement for success in every business and in every vision for life is being led by God now listen God said to Noah, make an ark. It's not that Noah made an ark and asked God to bless it. That's how people have missed it. That's how people, God may have spoken to you, go into shoes. You say, I'm adding socks. Do you have to wear the socks on your head? Who told you every shoe is going to come, go, go with socks? They got her to go to socks. He said, sell shoes, I've added socks. You sell cement, you have added stones to it. Sell books, you say, let me add eraser. Till they erase his memory. That will not be your story. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Rooms shall thou make in the ark and shall pitch it within and without with pitch. 15. 
And this is the fasting which thou should make it off. Have you seen that? Charlie. I intend today. God is speaking to Noah about the fashion, the model. He's not just telling him that make an ark. He told him the product to use to make the ark. He said, go forward. And apart from that, he showed him the structures and sister. He says, you are going to build rooms in them. As if that's not enough. God says, that I'm going to show you that you have to make it in a certain fashion. Yeah. The, business, the business is not just about having a table and writing under it. It's a name of a dog. Yamibetra is the name of the dog. You have to ask God details. You see, most people genuinely do not work with God. David could ask that if I taste these people, will I meet them? If I meet them, will I receive what belongs to you? If I receive it, will I be able to bring it? And God said, go. He asked for details before he stepped down. You cannot be doing business without knowing details from God what to do. Now, right now, if you have an opportunity... To do any business, what business will you do? The business you will have to do is the business that God has designed for you to do. That's the answer. It's not the business that a friend tells you. Who is your friend? Or a business that an expert tells you. Who is an expert? What's expert? Expert is a four sheet with stamp. Come on. Is there an expert than God? Is there anybody who understands any subject better than God? So you have to find out specifically what he's telling you, the fashion, the model, the concept. Jesus. The reason why your business is very important to God is that it's going to affect global systems. It's not just a joke. We have moved from thinking that your business is going to be something you will get to eat something small from it to a place where it's going to affect many nations and many people. Come on. Come on. <laughs> that shall make it up. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits. You see God interested in length. You see God interested in dimensions. God is interested in numbers. 300 cubits. I'm telling you the number that you must measure the thing in length. As if that's where it's the breadth of it, 50 cubits, and the height of it, 30 cubits. Go. This is details. This is details. Now, when you see me prophesy, I say, I've entered a place. I see somebody's shoe. The size is 41, and the trouser, the waist is 39. What do you say? You say details. You say, wow. That's what God is doing here. Giving details as to how the business must be built. Details. 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 A man who works with God will definitely be ahead of men who work by themselves. Details. 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 Verse 16, let's go on. And a window shall thou make to the ark, and in a cubit shall thou finish it above. And the door of the ark shall thou set in the side thereof, with lower second and third stories shall thou make. God is now telling you the dimensions to take the business. First story, second story, third story. And all this is a product of planning. Get the wood, fashion it, build the ark, this height, this weight. Come on. From God. From God. 
There is nothing that you are looking for that God cannot provide. Details. 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 He tells you how to plan the project. He tells you how to organize the resources. He tells you how to fashion the systems. He tells you how to put them into oppression. Men are not the source of wisdom. It is God. Men are not the source of wisdom. It is God. My goodness. Look at Proverbs 24 verse 3. Look at it from there. You have the living Bible. You don't have it. Okay. But you, you just give us King James. Give us the King James. I'll try and read it from the living Bible. Proverbs 24 verse 3. So, King James, yeah. Through wisdom is an house builder, and by understanding is established. Now, let me read from the living Bible. Any enterprise is built by wise planning. Any enterprise is built by wise planning. Become strong through common sense and profits wonderfully by keeping abreast of the facts. Any enterprise, the word enterprise, where the word entrepreneurship is coming from? Enterprise. Any enterprise, which is to say, every entrepreneur, every entrepreneur is going to build the business by wise planning. That's why God gave Noah details as to how to plan. That's how the ark survived. Your business will survive on the platform of his planning. You have to learn how to pray to God and ask God for details concerning your business. Huh. Anything that makes us depend on ourselves is from the devil. Anything that makes us rely on our infinitesimal brains is of the devil. May you come to the realm where you lean on God. Where you depend on God. Where you will be waiting on his voice. Where you will be hearing his voice. Where you will be catching visions and dreams. Where you will be receiving prophecies through your ears. Where he will be speaking to you audibly about what to do. What to do. What to do. How to plan. Expect that. Number two, expect the right platforms. As a businessman, as a businesswoman, expect God leading you into the right platforms. This is our month of business breakthrough banquets. And expects businesses to turn around in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Right platforms. Understand that not every good door is a God door. Not every good way is a God way. And not every good service is a God service. It is possible to be pursuing something that is good and yet not of God. You may be pursuing something that is wonderful in the business and yet not an area that the Lord has spoken to you to invest in. It is not enough to use your mind to make decisions. Your mind must never make conclusions. You must always be waiting on God for his approval. You must be waiting on God for his guidance. You must be waiting on God for his direction. You must be waiting on God for his insight. You must be waiting on God. You must be waiting on God. Praise Jesus. You must be waiting on him. The right platforms. 
you, you understand that as a businessman, the quality of your success will, is going to be determined by the platforms you have. In fact, life will turn around based on the platforms you climb. Life will turn around based on the platforms you climb. That is why as a businessman, as a businesswoman, one of the things you must be praying about is that God should bring you and lead you to platforms. He should bring you and lead you to realms of platforms. 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 And you know that because we are in a very competitive, contemporary society, the platforms go beyond the physical stages to digital platforms, to online platforms, to social platforms. Very important. Can you imagine if you are the one supplying MPP with Lacoste? Have you ever thought of it if you are the one supplying NDC with KEP? Platform. You are done for. You have made it big. Simple. I said that profit is not in the amount of what you are selling. But who is buying it? Because Nanado will not give his Baba 10 Ghana cities. No, it's not the amount, it's the who is buying it. When you meet a rich man, he says, thank you, you know you have entered into hundreds of Ghana cities. When you meet a poor man, he says, thank you, you know you have to send Momo advance. Who you meet. It's important that you understand the power of right platform. One platform has the power to turn everything around. Now, I remember how many years ago, maybe five years ago or four years ago, the first time my spiritual father came around. After our meeting, I realized how things suddenly changed for me. Then another time, Facebook, he says, join the feed, prophesy. Another time, he says, join the feed, Instagram, prophesy. Now, every time I've joined his feed, okay, I see how sudden when I'm done, people started following me. Every time. Easy. Now, those of you who are envying me, I don't understand your problem. Me, I'm trying to help you. You are trying to envy me. We will spoil the church before it even grows old. Me, I'm trying to help you. Now I'm praying and God tells some of you are envying me. It's very sad. I will mess some of you up. Oh. I'm telling you. Me, I'm using me. I'm using my heart and my everything to help you. You are trying to envy me. No, no, no. That's unfair. Let me come back to what I'm saying. Mm. So I realized how just connecting with him and he saying that Prophet Bernard El Bernard Nelson Nation just telling me that Massa, join my feed. The moment I'm on the feed and I'm done, suddenly people follow me up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere they start following me. One day I told him, I said, Papa. You are you are you are you are a, 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 a serious man. No? He said, Why is it? I said, Papa, when I was just done with the meat, people started following. Then he said, Oh, wait, some people will also unfollow you. <laughs> then when I came, some people have unfollowed me. Then I said, Papa, why? He said, Oh, some people love me, some people don't love me. Then he said, But wait, you see that many other people also follow you. Papa, papa, papa. Platforms. Platforms. One time I was I was around East Legon. Uh, around the ANC mall, and a certain man met me. He said, I know you somewhere. I said, I don't know you. He said, I know you. I said, I don't know you. I said, you say what you say. 
She said, I have a seed for you. I said, really? I said, no, I don't take seeds like that. Oh. She said, no, I have a seed for you. Then he did whatever. He put it in an envelope. When, I, when, I, when I, he gave it to me and I, I received it, then when I was done talking, he said, you, Prophet Bernard invited you to spirit life. Adenta, the head of, he made you come to preach and prophesy in the church. I was there. You gave me a word, this and that. I said, okay, platform. It solved something that day. Maybe I would have walked from East Legon to Wejabi. Platform. Powerful. And God is the person who leads you to platforms. He's the person who brings you to the camp of certain men whose influence can turn things around for you. And you have to be watching out for the platforms. Listen. Jesus said, when you go to a party and you go and there is a seat that is empty in front, don't go and sit on it. Sit at the back. If you, you Angasa, you force yourself to come and sit here and somebody greater than you comes. Jesus said, they will take you from where you sat and put you outside the meeting. But if you sit at the back and they recognize you are there, they will bring you from the back and put you to the front. Platforms. You recognize that there are certain things you are believing God for to turn around in your business. But you don't fight it. You don't fight for it. You position yourself humbly waiting on God. Then somebody's voice just releases you to a certain realm. Somebody's voice just releases you to a certain realm. Somebody is climbing up in the name of Jesus. Platforms. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. I see God connecting you to the right platforms in the name of Jesus. There are things that you are selling that if God suddenly shifts you from where you are to another place, you see how they will be buying it. I prophesy that over your business in the name of Jesus. You can be selling powerful things but on the wrong platform. You are saying all that you know but on the wrong platform. Steve Harvey said, I have not learned any new jokes. I have been making the same old jokes. It's just that I've been changing the people I've been joking to. He's a billionaire now. Same old jokes, but to new people who have the right platform. <laughs> Jesus is Lord. I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happened to them all. Now, you have to be sensitive to the timings and the chances that God is going to bring you. The timings and the chances. The timings and the chances. Opportunity is equal to time plus chance. Opportunity is equal to what? Time plus what? Chance. And you have to be sensitive to the move of the spirit when he's bringing you into a new time to give you a new chance. And listen, in the realm of business, so many people are trying to do the same thing that you are doing. The difference will be time and chance. The difference will be time and chance. So you have to be sensitive to the timings and the chances that God brings your way. The platforms that he gives you. The connections that he gives you. And they carry the power. Every platform is pregnant with 
the privileges you are looking for. The present holds the key to your future. The ability to recognize the power in the present will unleash you into the realm of prosperity of your future. So you have to get that sensitivity and sensibility to relate with what God is saying. What platform is God taking me to? Which people is he putting around me? Social platforms, digital platforms, online platforms. There are many, you know, what do you call it? I mean, uh, blog, blog guys, uh, bloggers and all those guys that I used to write for. I used to write for a lot of bloggers. I used to do that. They will, you know, publish it on their website. I, at a point, I stopped. Like, uh, all these things is not going anywhere. I stopped. I'm more than 15. I'm just now writing only three. Even that, I'm going to stop one very soon. Yeah. Because who here? Yeah. Listen, Jesus said, don't cast your pearls before swines. There is something with doing the right thing for the wrong people at the wrong platform. Hmm. Ah. That's why every office has its headquarters in Accra. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. Go to Adabraka alone. All the major political parties have their head offices in Adabraka. If, you, if you're a political person, you will know. NDC, MPP, CPP, every office, Adabraka. Why Adabraka? Why not Mami? Mercy. So a businessman must understand the power of time and chance. This is what makes for opportunities time and chance and you must be sensitive to the right platforms the right opportunities that God brings you you have an opportunity to talk before a certain kind of people you don't have to miss it you don't have to miss it no there are places when they ask you questions you must not talk you remember Herod he asked Jesus many questions Jesus didn't answer one question but if Jesus was with his disciples, he'll be talking, sir. A, a, a mustard seed. And a farmer went to, and a sower went to, and a bear this. Jesus said everything to his disciples. When Herod asked him, are you the king of the Jews? He said, you have said it yourself. He said, this, the guy said, I have the power to release Jesus. He said, you don't have any power. It's so simple, simple. Just if Jesus doesn't talk. But Jesus sat down in Matthew 5. He talked. Matthew 6, he talked. By the time he got to Matthew 24, Jesus talked the whole of Matthew 24 prophesying about the future. When he met Herod, he was vim. He knew when to talk and when not to talk. And he knew which people will receive his wisdom and which people will not receive his wisdom. It's like preaching to your uncle that he should get born again. Say, uncle, look open to Colossians. Better pray that somebody sends, God sends somebody to talk to your uncle. He was there when you were born. He looks at you like that. Say, I was hoping to wear. I was there. And then go over there. Maybe why? Then I was there. Anointing article. Anointing article. One of the best things you can do in evangelism is to pray for God to send reapers to your family. I'm telling you. It takes a certain realm of anointing for your family to listen to you. 
Yeah. Ah. Wa okonyi mo bi a wan ya kola yo ba ya si efficiency efficiency dey here dey. Uzuka said no yo Dios eh. Bray. Right platforms. Number three. Right platforms. Number three. I'm just going through five. I have nine here, but I just I have eight here. Just do five. Number three. As a businessman, expand the lead of God into the right people. Right people. There is something called the right people in business. Not every people who come to you are the right people. Not every people that come to you are the right people. When I talk about people in business terms, I'm talking about partners, I'm talking about investors, I'm talking about clients, I'm talking about suppliers. All these, all these are part of the people chain, okay, in the business operation, yeah. So, there are some suppliers that God is going to lead you to them. Expect that. There are some customers that God is going to bring to you. Expect that. There are some investors that God is going to bring to you. Expect that. There are some partners that God is going to lead you to them. Expect that. Expect his leading. Expect his leading. Expect it. The reason why there are not many changes in the lives of many believers is because they do not look at things in different ways. They look at things in the same way. Now, let me give you an example. For example, if you are, as you are going back home today, decide that you are going to take a different route to your house. You will just see that when you take a different route to your house, you will see different buildings you have not seen. You will see different people you have not seen. You will see different structures you have not seen. All because you made a different decision to pass a different route. But if you decide that you are going to pass the same route again and again, you will see the same people, the same structures, the same facilities again and again. The power of your mind, when it changes, can alter everything around you. So if you fail to think differently, then you are still going to have a certain traditional kind of architecture and atmosphere in your life again and again. That's it. So you have to begin to have a completely new perspective about the things that God is showing you. If you have a lens and this is a red lens, you see everything in red. If it's green, you see everything in green. If it's, if it's black, you see everything in black. What lens are you looking through as you watch the business of the world? What lens? It's influencing what you see. It's influencing the color of what you see. And there are also lenses that make you see things closer than they are and farther from where they are. So what lens are you wearing? What lens are you wearing? You need a completely new perspective. A completely new perspective as a businessman. When you decide to change your mind, a lot of things in your life will change. So, I was talking about the place of the right people. And I said, expect God to bring the right people into your business. Somebody say a better amen. Exodus chapter 4 verse 27. I see God releasing customers in the name of Jesus. I see God releasing customers in the name of Jesus. I prophesy that your business will turn around in the name of Jesus. I see God bringing investors in the name of Jesus. I see God bringing investors in the name of Jesus. I read a testimony yesterday on Facebook. I think it was Pastor Bolaji, though. And oh, Apostles uh, Chebi. I don't remember, but one of them. Now, the, the, the guy said, we... 
When we prayed, I went back to my bank and I spoke to whoever, the manager or somebody different about what I've been asking them for. And he suddenly said, why not? You can have it. $50,000 loan. In this situation, in this hour, well, why not? And they started paying the money into, into her account immediately. That's the right person. That's the right person. When the right person is in your life, right things will be happening. When the wrong person is in your life, you should also know what to happen. When God was with Adam and Eve, they were happy. When Satan entered the garden, they left the garden. When the right people are in your life, the right things will be happening. There will be flow of joy. There will be flow of peace. There will be flow of the spirit. There will be flow of understanding. When the wrong people come, everything will, will, will change. Misgivings and all kind of problems. So you have to watch. You, you have to test the temperature of your atmosphere to know whether the people are right or wrong. Yeah. And in business, God is able to bring the right people to you. God is able to lead you to the right people. He's able to bring the right people to influence your business. Whether it has to do with customers or investors or partners or suppliers or idealists or, or auxiliary helpers or whichever catalyst he's able to bring them. God can bring people suddenly to turn your business around. He can introduce new people who turn your business around. Listen, whatever market you are trying to enter into, that market is somebody's dominant market today. Whatever market you want to enter into is somebody's place of first profiting. Already. Already. You want to enter into the oil industry, God and Shell have taken over. I mean, yes, 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 yes. 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 You want to go into shoes, ah, Addis and Nike and Puma. For, for decades, they have taken over. Every, every system, every place. Needless to say, Microsoft is sitting comfortably on IT. Sitting comfortably. Yeah. Every area. And imagine God bringing one Microsoft software engineer to just love your idea. Do you know what it means? Do you know what he means? <laughs> One of my sons said, Papa, when they saw the power of my idea, they said they would pay $20,000 for it. And he said, when they said $20,000, I said, please give me a minute. And I said, where did you go? He said, I went to urinate. I said, but how, how much were you trying to sell? I said, Papa, just 100000 Ghana. Or maybe wait, oh, 50 quack Value, value, value. I see God bringing the right people into your business in the name of Jesus. Exodus 4, 27. And the Lord said to Aaron, go into the wilderness to meet Moses. And he went and met him in the mountain of God and kissed him. Let's go on. 28. And Moses told Aaron all the words that the Lord has sent him. And all the signs which he had commanded him. Let's go on 29. We are going up to 31. And Moses and Aaron went and gathered together all the elders of the children of Israel. Let's go. And Aaron spake all the words which the Lord has spoken unto Moses. And did the signs in the sight of the people. 31. And the people believed. And when they heard that the Lord had visited the children of Israel. And that he had looked upon their affliction. Then they bowed their heads and worshipped. Now. 
listen, you know, you understand the, the context of this scripture. So no need for uh, history. But you see that when God was sending Moses, Moses said, myself alone, I cannot do this job. In fact, Moses said, I cannot speak. Then God said, I'm sending Aaron to you. And God moves to Aaron and speaks to Aaron to come to Moses. Listen, God is able to speak to your customers to come to you. He's able to direct your, in fact, he's able to redirect your customers to you. <laughs> Somebody sent me a message. She said, for four years now, every time I, I have this vision coming up again and again, she said, I've been seeing this man in the vision. Anytime falling in water, he's rescuing me. Anytime I need money, he's giving me the money in the vision. He said, Papa, last week I saw that man on my friend's status. <laughs> she said, I don't know the man. Oh, this man, I've already seen him just in visions. But last week, I saw the picture of that man on my friend's status. I connected and asked my friend who that man is. And today, I'm a friend with the man. Papa, the man wants to marry me. She sent me the image of the man. Everything is possible. Including people having visions on how to do a certain business. They wake up and they are doing it. Everything. God leading the man to her. The same way God can lead your customers to you. <laughs> now listen to me. Never say that your, your customers are coming from too far so they won't come. God can lead them to you. God can lead them to you. When you were going to school, there were schools in your area. But you left your area to another area. In fact, when you were coming to church this evening, you heard a lot of praying and clapping. And when you passed each of the churches, it was not in your mind that it was your church till you got here. Distance is not a problem. God can lead people from far to you. You have to trust him. You have to trust him. You see, most people don't have faith. That's why they look like homework book, homework book. They don't have faith. You know, homework book is very dirty. Because they don't keep it in the school. You take it home. Soup and other okro are on it. You work with God and you work with him. Genuinely, he will make you an example to the world. He will make you an example to the world. So when Aaron came into the life of Moses, Aaron helped whatever Moses was doing to make it better. Now, Moses could not speak to the people. So when Aaron came, Aaron spoke to the people. After Aaron spoke to the people, the Bible said the people believed. There are three customers that God will release into your business. That When they speak, 100 customers will believe. 500 customers will believe. 1,000 customers will believe. Just by the testimony of those three people. That's what you see in the market base. There is always a 20% of people who are influential customers. Imagine an Abana more buying your product. Look at these guys he, she saw on the street. They are all now celebrities. I saw a video of one of them yesterday. I forgot his name. Who is actually working at GH1 with, with him? And the guy's complexion has changed. She asked him, what soap do you use? And he said, he mentioned some sour gel. Eh? 
Just meeting this lady on the road and the lady says, I want to help you. That's all. That's all. This is even the help of a man. Can you compare to the help of God? Can you compare to God sending men to help you? Everything can turn around. But remember that the things that will turn around will turn around according to how you think. According to how you think. So your thinking is the platform for your own transformation. As far as your eyes can see, I give it to you and your children. Genesis chapter 13 verse 14 and 15. As far as your eyes can see. If all that your eyes can see is konongo, konongo is then for you. If all that your eyes can see is primary school children to buy your food, then that's it for you. That's it for you. Primary school children, I better go listen. What Talia saying? Fifty verses. Or is that showing him? Then no, that's showing him. On time, Talia gagra. Asia, nebi anena saying. You can also be selling to people in Ministry of Foreign Affairs. As far as your eyes can see. As far as your eyes can see. As far as your eyes can see. Somebody's business is turning around. Somebody's business is turning around. And I pray for you that may God send you your own Aaron in the name of Jesus. Places that you cannot go, may God send you your, Aaron, your own Aaron. And as he goes ahead of you, may he influence people for your sake in the name of Jesus. May he speak to people for your sake in the name of Jesus. May he open doors that you know cannot be opened in the name of Jesus. May he take you to places that you know by your own strength you cannot get there in the name of Jesus. Listen. You can know the location to every house, but you cannot have the power to enter into it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We have passed the houses of great people. They said, this is that man's house. Or we could say, it's, ah, okay. <laughs> How do you enter? How do you enter? There are places you enter, they have already booked your name, your time, your everything, and they are waiting for your fingerprint. How do you just enter? Listen, the places of influence have restrictions. That's why it takes helpers to take you there. Helpers. Helpers. And in your business, God is releasing helpers in the name of Jesus. God is sending somebody to turn your business around in the name of Jesus. Yeah, let's go. Number four. Maybe let's just do four. The right places. The right places. As a businessman and as a businesswoman, expect the leading of God to the right place. To the right place. To the right place. Whatever you are selling cheap here, somebody is selling it expensive somewhere. <laughs> Whatever you are selling cheap here, somebody is selling it expensive somewhere else. <laughs> I mean, on a good day, how much will you pay for an African dress? Do you know how much the white people pay for an African dress? Do you know how much they pay for it? Come on. I had a son who was doing that business. I mean, this guy was so much of a crook that at the end of the day, the business was destroyed. He was selling top, African top, to white people at 1,500 Ghana City. One top. Two top, three thousand. <laughs> Too much. 
the business collapsed at the end of the day. I told him that you are a thief, you are an arm robber. It's too much. But he understood the power of opportunity. How do you go to Bogatanga and go and sell fugu to somebody? Who will buy it? They use fugu for football. They use fugu for football. Who will buy it? Or you go to the votary, you see, I said, That's where it's coming from. Nobody will buy it. Everybody can do it on his own. It's a natural gift. So you can be selling something very powerful, but at the wrong place. You can be selling something that the people around don't need it. Okay. You say you are, you are, you are, you are, let's say, you are, uh, let's say, a cardiologist. You work on hearts of people. And you are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are working at a place of young people. Young people don't have heart problem. They will drink even in the next 30 years. They don't have heart problem. Your business must be located in a certain place. You say you treat the eye. Meanwhile, you are in a place where everybody's eye is correct. Who will come? You have to understand where you must be. Every business must have the right location. Because listen, location will determine who sees you. Location determines who sees you. If you are the wrong location, then the right people will not see you. Where are you located? The first question that is asked in the Bible is, Adam, where are you? The first question in the Bible is a question of location. When God asked Adam, where are you? He understood that because Adam was not at the right location, he had missed his realm of success. So where you are located will determine your success. So when God knew Adam had moved from where he should be, he knew that something bad had happened to him. If you move to somewhere you must not be, your business is done for. If you change from where you must be to where you must not be, it will fold. It will fold. Where is God leading your business to? Where is God leading your business to? Where is God leading your business to? The right place. Look at Psalm 16, verse 6. The right place. Somebody say the right place. Somebody lift up your voice. Say the right place. Say God is taking my business to the right place. Say God is taking my business to the right place. Say God is taking my business to the right place. Psalm 16, verse 6. Psalm 16, verse 6. Psalm 16, verse 6. Not everywhere will be good for everybody. Not everywhere will be good for everybody. So, don't be listening to what your friends are saying as the basis for your decision. No, that's too weak. That is too weak. That is too weak. The lines have fallen onto me in pleasant places here i have a goodly heritage the possessions that come into your hands will be defined by the places you find yourself the places you find yourself the places you find yourself the lines are falling to me in pleasant places and he says, yes, I have a goodly inheritance. I have a goodly possession. I have a goodly heritage because I'm, the, I'm at the right place. There are animals in the forest who are always hungry. There are others who are always, play, I mean, satisfied. Right place. 
The animals kill other animals. You are not there. You are crossing some river. You are walking up and down. You, 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 you eat on dry stomach. Right place. Right place. Right place. The power of locating yourself at the right place. What comes into your hands is going to be defined by where you are. What comes into your business is going to be defined by where you are. What happens in your business is going to be defined by where you are. So location is critical. Location is important. Location is perhaps the biggest determinant. The biggest determinant of every business success. That is why everybody's rushing to have a place in Silicon Valley. That is why everybody's rushing to have a place in Omaha. That is why everybody's rushing to have a place around Cambridge, around the Oxfords, around the UK universities, expensive places. Many years ago, I heard East Lagos was full of cattle ranches, full and for and moo. Today, very expensive area to, to be there. Why? Because suddenly people have seen how East Ligon is directly related to airport residential area and the airports. That's the influence. Right place. If somebody travels from wherever, wherever he's coming from to Ghana to sleep in a hotel, just be around that vicinity. The right place. The right place. The right place. You say you have an exciting beach and your beach is in Kumasi. Who will come there? They use water to curse people there. They don't buff it. You see, when I will be there, they don't buff the water for shizzle. They use it to curse people. Right place. You go to Labadi, same water. People are making money out of it. Same water. You are selling tea in a village. Who drinks tea in a village? People eat Benku in the morning. They, Jesus. Wrong place. Wrong place. You are opening a pizza business. And you are opening a pizza business close to Mayanka. Mayanka is where they kill the animal. Who will buy pizza? They kill animal here. Who will eat pizza? Who will eat hot tea bread? Nobody will eat it. They buy the nentrinam for here. They roast suya. You see pizza. Wrong place. Wrong place. Wrong place. Wrong place. There is power inciting your business at the right place. Look at Matthew chapter 10 verse 5 as we pray. Matthew chapter 10 verse 5. So expect the leading of God to affect the place that you choose. Or say, me peha because I walk on home. I walk on soon as I walk on soon as it bubu. Find where God is leading you. I walk on home. On who articulate any accident to talk to me muda. I walk on home. I walk on home. The dream is pegu. I walk on home. I pegu. I walk it's not enough to use your small mind to make a decision about the big plan God has for you. Find it and follow it. Find it and follow it. Find it and follow it. Uh, among men, we may be thinking that we are wise. 
But God is the source of all wisdom. God is the source of all wisdom. In fact, God is a God of knowledge. We are not wiser than him. Isaiah 55 verse 8. We are not wiser than him. Look at Matthew chapter 10 verse 5 to 7. These 12 Jesus sent forth and commanded them saying, Go not in the way of the Gentiles and into any city of the Samaritans. Enter you not. Have you seen that? Is somebody here? Now, God is able to speak to you about where not to do your business. Don't go here. This is an example. No, you love people than Jesus. You want to save people than Jesus. Did you die for the world? <laughs> the one who died for the world told his disciples that don't enter here. He knew why. He knew why. He knew why. When God says you have a global business, it does not mean you will be in every country. He knew why. When God says your business will take over Ghana, it does not mean you will be in every town. He knows why. When God says you will be the best student in your class, it does not mean you will be the best in every subject. He knows why. People have their own mind. They say that's the mind of God. So I want to have a house in every region in the country so that when I'm passing through here and I'm tired, I'll be sleeping here. Hey. That's how bombs do blow up in countries. You sight your house close to a bomb. Boom. You are gone. God told them where not to go. I don't know whether people read the Bible at all. I don't know. We cannot be living our life as if there is no God. He told them where not to go. He said, go not in the way of the Gentiles and into any city of the Samaritans. Do not enter there. Come on. This is to his disciples that he was telling them to go and win the whole world. He gave them parameters at a particular time and why they should not enter there. As for you, everywhere you go, you say, God say, go there. But the God say, I should come here. God say, I should go here. God say, I should go here. Everything you are doing, you say, God say, do it. Ah, you. Verse 6. Matthew chapter 10, verse 6. But rather go to the Lordship of the house of Israel. So God is once again able to tell you where to go and do your business. Where to go? <laughs> ah, the answers are in the word of God. I'm telling you. People say before light came, there was darkness. But they forget that the person who created the world was a source of light. And light was there before darkness came. Darkness may have hovered upon the faces of, of the waters, but God himself who said, let there be light, was light. That God who is light was there before the darkness. Uh, the answers are always there before the questions. The answers are there. The answers are there. It takes the power of research to find the answers. That's why you have to be praying to God as a businesswoman. Father, where are you leading this business to? Very important prayer. Father, where are you leading this business to? Father, where are you taking this business 
two. If I want to expand, which geographical place must I move into? If I want to break through, which geographical area must I find myself into? Praise Jesus. But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Verse 7. And as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. If you had followed, you will see other systems that are provided. It's not even enough for God to tell you where to go, the places. He actually gives you a particular word to preach, a particular product, a particular service. Listen, God is a God of details. God is not a God of chances. He's not a God of guesses. He's a God of specificities. He's a God of details. You cannot hear from God and doubt. You cannot hear from him and doubt. If God says move here, it does not matter whether people come there or not. You see everything will turn around. Because God himself will suddenly be pulling people there. He will suddenly be bringing people there. He leads me beside the still waters. There is a leading of God for you to enter places of pleasure, places of prosperity. Ah. And it is his wish that we have the power, we have the privilege, we have the, we have the potency, we have, we have the money to influence the systems. Imagine it, if you have 50 radio stations right now, what will you be playing on those stations? It's my messages now. It's my messages. Do you know my people who listen to my audios and videos daily? You cannot believe it. And the reports people send me. If we have entered to a realm where 70 people now have stations, come on. Global influence. Global influence. You begin to take over, but it's money. Do you know the, the price for one FM station? Or when you write FM and you write station, it's FM station. Hey. Bruh. Huh. And if you're also a poor person, you don't have a global mind. Yesterday, we, when, Wednesday, we dealt with that. If you are a poor person, your mind is always a hey-yah. Prophet Bernard calls it, born here, grow here, die here, bury here. Born here, grow here, die here, bury here. Jesus. Jesus. Born here, grow here, live here, die here, bury here. You change here, it affects here. When you change here, it affects here. And re, re, you see, once you study the word of God, realize that God is trying to change how you see everything. Now, he's trying to let you catch how he sees everything. So that now he can bring you to the fullest of how he sees everything. Then he can suddenly give it to you. Because now you see things the way he sees things. Jesus. You think the way he thinks. You make your decisions the way he makes his. He will suddenly re reveal things to you. He will suddenly give things to you. That will be your testimony in the name of Jesus. I want you to lift up your right hand begin to pray and thank God. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for your word. Lift up your voice and pray and thank God. Shaka palada balada basa. 
Is somebody praying at all? In the name of Jesus, stand to your feet, let us pray our two prayers, then we are done. We are praying first of all for the release of the right people. Somebody say amen. For the release of the right people. Every time, every time that the right people come into your life, you are moved forward. You are moved forward. The right people carry the right ideas. The right people carry the right connections. They carry the right influence. They carry the right aura. They create the right atmosphere. Listen, you live and you thrive by the atmosphere that is created. And the right people have the power to create the right atmosphere. This month is a month of business breakthrough banquets. And we are praying our first prayer today, that in the name of Jesus, Father, as I pray, release the right people into my life. And release the right people into my business. You can suddenly have one supplier who says, I've given you 50% discount. It changes everything. It changes everything. You can see one customer who says, I'm linking you to top influential people in this country. It changes everything. You can see somebody today who wants to invest some huge money into your business. It turns everything around. Usually it's not because people don't have ideas. So it's just money. They don't have the money. But the money you do not have with you is around somebody who is around you. <laughs> My goodness. So you have to recognize that as we pray for the right people, God will send them into your lives. Somebody say amen. Yeah, and when you are praying, pray to God and believe God and have faith in God. Some people are praying, but they are looking at the pastor, pastor, my school fees, pastor, my school fees. It's a part of the constitution. You see people praying to God, and others are also joking. Lift up your right hand. We are praying, right people. Some business people here are already serious, they are, they are already serious. Others who don't understand. Well, tell me, if you, tell me, I'm not So, we bring Kunio, we sit on here. I open to number one, 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 one. Mama, dance, mama, dance. We need miracle. Lift up your right hand. We are going to pray. Say in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. Say in the name of Jesus. You have received all you need to know today in order to assess your next level with ease. Agree to the word accept it adjust to it and apply it your results are coming 
You can contact the man of God on plus 233-577-296-916 or on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, podcast and YouTube by the handle Prophet Ohinibe Queen. You can also meet him live at the Mountain of Results Auditorium Dansuman Market Complex, Accra, Ghana. Stay blessed.